You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Hello, people. Y'all happy? You know, let me tell you why you happy right now. You want me to tell you why you happy? You got an extra hour of sleep. I was wondering if we just keep backing it up, we just won't ever go to bed. I was thinking about that. But you know why I'm happy? Because I got to stay up later and watch the football games. Because I never get to watch the end because I try to be like, like fresh and happy for you. So I sacrifice the football. I do record, by the way. But last night I watched them and Clemson won. See if I can get a fight started. Uh, Carolina won. That was louder. That was louder. I like that. that was, that's good. Well, uh, well, we got some fun today. I hope we have some fun. I'm always having fun. I really am. But uh, I got a, I'm going to try. Hang on a minute. Just, I'm working on it. Just hang on a minute. Okay. Just, all right. It's flat. Just letting you know. I have a story with this. We're going to talk about it a little bit. But I'll bring it out. I'll talk about it in a little bit. I got a video today. You got to see this stuff. You got to see this stuff. I think you already know what the message is about. This is what everybody, uh, the generous life. So let me help you real quick because you're already mad, okay? Uh, Oh, no, not another message at church about giving money. No, I'm not going to do that. If you don't want to give, that's up to you. But I'm going to tell you about this life thing. This is an amazing thing, okay? Let me tell you. It doesn't say the selfie life. It says the generous life. And this this is something that Jesus talked about. I'll just give you the stats real quick, and then y'all can figure out where you want to do this. Because I had to figure this out when I was in my 20s, how this thing worked. Because I'm trying to figure out what's the best life I can live with the time I have. Is that pretty much, is that good for everybody? I'm trying to live the best life I can with the time that I have. That's kind of what we're trying to figure out. And then we're trying to figure out purpose, and then we're trying to lose weight, and we're trying to look good. And it's all kinds of stuff happening, all kinds of stuff happening. But Jesus talked more about this than he did prayer and faith and heaven and hell. He talked more about this life than anything else. So I thought we might all like look into it and see what he was talking about. That might be something we want to we do because the generous life is a different concept than anything that you're thinking right now because you're thinking it's about money. Let me help you. Let me help you. It's not all about money. It's some of it's about money, but this is something totally different that he was trying to get us to understand. So I'm going to try to help you as I walk through this because I have figured out for me how to have the best life with the time that I have. Now, not because I'm a pastor. I was doing, I figured this out in my 20s. And so once I figured that out, I'm like, I can have a good week, like every week, no matter the weather. Uh, you know, no matter the circumstance, no matter the politics, I can still actually have a good week. Because I have this thing that he talked about, this generous life, and we're going we're gonna to look at that. Because if it was a, if I said it was a mir- the miracle pill for you, this would be the miracle pill for the Christian life if you will pay attention. And don't leave me, because I have this video coming, so don't leave me. Because most of you are going to be looking for a miracle pill in January. Because what happens is we're all going to go on a diet. We're going to try to look better, and we're going to take a pill. We have a new pill, I think. It's been out a while. It's called the Dream Away pill. So you can buy this thing. You can take it, 
and you can lose 10 pounds before morning. Now, who don't want that? But we figured out that not all these things actually work. So we have this thing. If there was a magic pill or a silver bullet for a Christian living, listen very carefully. It is the generous life. It's learning how to have generosity in your life because it, it really isn't about you. But I found out something very interesting when I started doing this is actually I was getting more out of it than the people I was helping, which I did not think that was going to happen. So it makes you kind of want to do it more. And it makes life, you know, every week, every day, I have something happening or thinking about it. And if you're not thinking about it, I'm going to try to help you as we get into this. So let me give you another silver bullet for you. Let me give you another silver bullet. For God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, he will need you for that. Everybody understand? So let's, let, me, let me help you. And we'll throw another, just throw something else at you real quick. Get you thinking about it. You're going to be faith for somebody. Because somebody was faith for you. You're going to have a prayer. You're going to say a prayer. God this, God that. I need this. Help me now, whatever. And somebody came in. And the way faith happens on earth, it is by the people, by God's people moving it. So if you're not paying attention, you could miss out on a lot, not to, not to mention the other people who actually need you to be a part of this. So this is why he talked about the generous life so much, because it moves the kingdom of God between all of us and to people who don't know Jesus Christ. So you got to get this, this thing out of your head when you're talking about a generous life. We're talking about just giving away money. That's not what we're talking about. It's some of it. If you ever get there, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter if you ever got there, but you got to get there. And this is what I'm saying. For some of you who have never uh, been to church or watching online, the Bible talks about tithe. Let me get this out so you'll know. The tithe is a 10%. He wants you to give 10% of your income back to God. That's what he asked for. None of you or most of you, I would say 90% of you, are not even in that spot. Couldn't do that. So you have to figure out, how do I get to the place where I have a generous life. And what does that look like and what does that mean? So we're going to walk through some of this. I'm going to tell you some of my stories uh, and things that happened to me. And say, I'll tell you something of my stuff with my daughter. I've actually <laughs> taught her how to do this. She's pretty generous, but she was generous with my money. You know what I'm saying? At some point, it's got to be your money. You know, so yeah, but daddy, I'm doing really good. I know, but you're spending my money. Everybody feel that pain right there? Y'all feel that with me? I get a raise when she goes to college, just throwing it out. Okay. Uh, generosity, the ability to get the best version of life possible. So I get, I'm trying to help you get the best version of life. I think when you, uh, the Christianity and the Christian part of this is that we just want to live right and do right and be all right. That's kind of the way it works. But this is a whole different ball game of why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing. If the kingdom of God moves through us, then we need to be paying attention to everything that we're doing. And everything that we have. It's the most wonderful life you can possibly have if you understand what's going on. If you are somebody's faith, then you need to be paying attention. So this is the best version. Is it, whether it's giving time, we'll go over this. Time, money, energy. I, here's what I need you to get in your head. It's, it's thinking about someone else other than you. And then you put that into your life. How does that work? Every week, how does that work? I, I, got, I got stories 
because I am, it's, it's a habit for me to be generous somehow. I am not a rich guy or a wealthy guy, and I don't always have to give money to be generous. And you have to start thinking, what do I have? What do I own? What do I do? How do I help? It's paying attention because the kingdom has got to move through you. So you're going to be the answer to somebody's prayer. Somebody was the answer to your prayer. Aren't you glad they were paying attention? So I'm going to try to get all of us paying attention as we get into this. Uh, the generosity principle, to have what you want, you must give away what you don't possess. <laughs> so I'm going to eliminate all this stuff like, when, when this happens, I'm going to do this. Never going to happen. Okay, you don't, listen, if you wait for a feeling or you wait for a moment to be generous, you won't get it. Now, here's what's going to happen, though. We're going to mess with you a little bit because Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming. You know what I'm talking about? So that's like, oh, we're going to have to care about people we don't like. Yeah, that would be your family. It's coming to dinner. Some of you are having a hard time right now. Some of you already got out of van in the shelf, and you went to the liquor store last week. You say, because you're afraid, oh, it might be on the boat out there in the channel somewhere. I got to get my liquor now. And tell me you're not doing Don't raise your hands. Put your hands down. This is what's happening. Because we got to get, we got, we got to love people that we don't like. So this is that principle. I have to, I had volunteers. Y'all want to have a moment? Really? Okay. I had volunteers come in when I first started Marathon. And they come in in a bad mood. And I tell them to go home. I fire volunteers. You're not, I don't feel good today. Fake it. Okay, I don't lie. I don't, I'm not real happy. Be happy. Fake it. What I'm saying is, if you wait till you get it, you won't ever be generous. But when you do give it away, even though you fake it, it'll change. How many times have you said, I didn't really want to come today, but I'm so glad I did? I'm going to go with that thought. Okay, I'm going to go with that. But that's what happens, and you'll be so glad. I don't want to, I don't want to exercise today, but I'm so glad I did. Let's just talk about that in January. Forget about it today. We'll get the miracle pill when it comes out. So you have to give away. If you don't listen, whatever you want, you have to give it away. I mean, it's a, it's a spiritual principle. It's just what it is. You want more money? Give money away. Well, I don't have any. Well, you're never going to have it. <laughs> you just told me you're never going to have anything. Give away what you have. Give away your time, your money, your energy, all this stuff. If you want more of something, give it away. And it's not, listen, it's not just about you. It's not the selfie life. It's the generous life. It's different. So you have to think. So this is, the, this is the verse that everybody talks about when it comes to money, but this is much more than any of that. This is much more than that. Uh, give, and it'll be given to you. Uh, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It will be poured into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Sounds like Dairy Queen to me, honestly. I'll be, I'll be straight up with you. I, I found a new flavor. I, have to, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm doing this. But I just got in the mud. I just had a Buckeye shake a while ago, and that's why I don't get COVID. I do Buckeye shakes. I'm just throwing it out. So, man, I am lit up right now. Y'all hang with me. I went to Dairy Queen, and I, I always do the chocolate extreme thing, and I always take the brownie pieces out and add Reese's peanut butter cups. Everybody with me so far? So I thought, I'm going to try something new. I hate doing something new because, you know, Dairy Queens, there are only two of them in the world. So... So I go over there, and I get this fudge thing, this royal fudge. They've got hot fudge shot down in the middle of that stuff. Do you understand what I'm saying right now? With chocolate ice cream, you throw on the top of that Reese's peanut butter cups, 
You can eat that and you say, take me home. So I get in line. Here's my thing. Let me tell you what I'm telling you. Here's my thing. I always, my, my thing is to be generous every week. I don't have all the money in the world, but what can I do? But I know that if I'm in line and you're behind me, you're probably going to get your lunch free. Does that make sense? And somebody drove off and I said, oh, you just missed. And so I'm in line. I'm doing my little Dairy Queen thing. And I'm so excited. You know, they turn it up and they give it to you. I'm like, wow, this is heaven. You know, I hope it's in heaven. I really do. So it come up there, and I say, okay, I'm going to buy the people behind me. Here's my card, whatever. And the guy did something really strange. He said, you don't, you don't want to know how much it is? And I said, well, does it matter? See, that's what you have to, hold on a minute. See, that's what's, that's what's wrong when it comes to, you have to think about what the cost is. Is that, is that what we're really thinking about? Are we blessing people? Now, my daughter does it all the time, again, with my money. It happens. But I'm telling you, he says, what do you, what do you want? What do you want? Here's what he said. If you give to others, you will be given a full amount in return. What do you want? You need love? Then you need to give away love. You need happy? Give away happy. You need friends? Be friendly. You're sitting around waiting. Nobody's calling me. Call. You're somebody's faith. What are you, what are you doing? Are you a Christian or not? What are we doing? We're moving the kingdom of God. What are we doing? You should be generous every week. And you got to figure out what level that is. We'll talk about that. It's amazing stuff, what he's talked about. A full amount of return will be packed down. This sounds just like a Dairy Queen, don't it? Think about it. Packed down, shaken together, and spilling over into your lap. Praise God. I love that. The way you treat others is the way you'll be treated. Do I spill Dairy Queen on me? I certainly do. What do I do? I leave it for next time. So I'm just, I'm just telling you, Here's the way generosity works. What do you want in your life? And what's really strange, it will change. Because you think, this is what I want, I'm going to do it. So we have to give something to get something. It will change when you start doing this. It won't be about you at all. It's amazing how you think you're helping other people. And the blessed, like, what? Because I do this every week. I do those things every week. If you're not a generous person, you don't know what I'm talking about. Somehow, some way, you can bless other people because it, you're going to be the answer to somebody's prayer and you're their faith. You need to be paying attention. Here we go. Generous with thoughts, generous with words. I don't know what you think when you go to Walmart. I don't know if you think, how did they put that outfit together? <laughs> I come in here and I, you know what you're probably, I'm amazed every time I come in here. So what are you thinking? This is what I'm saying when you, your thoughts. What are you thinking about other people? Because it is people that Jesus died for, and it is people we're trying to reach, and we're the ones moving the faith to the people. So you have to think, what am I thinking here? What, am, I, am I trying to avoid this? I'm going to go down the other aisle? What are we doing here? This is what I'm saying to you. They have a story, you know. They don't dress like you. They don't look like you. They don't have the lifestyle like you. They don't have anything like you. So what are you thinking? That is a child of God that needs faith, and you're probably it. Did you know that? You've been walking around these things for so long, you're just, you're just missing the opportunity to meet, to meet people and do something for people that they've been praying for, and you're the answer. You've got to pay attention. I'm sorry, my nose is running. Something's blooming. It must be the idiots. That's what I said. I don't know. I, didn't. I love y'all, y'all. There's a lot of people looking at this. 
so generous with your words. We already talked about that. Some of you are really generous with your words on Facebook, but you're saying the wrong stuff. You need to be encouraging. I encourage people when we play golf. I say, that's a great shot. That's a beautiful putt. Secretly, I want them to crash and burn. I'm just telling you. It's not, I mean, I'm not, I'm being real, but I'm, I'm doing something with my words. Generous with your money. This is what, I mean, this is, this is stuff. We're going to get to the video, but I, I got to get you set up for this. We're the faith for somebody. And when it comes to your money, I, this is the hardest thing you'll ever do. Most people do not like to give away their money because it's really about you. But giving money away softens the heart. It's all about the heart. Most people don't want to do that. They don't want to give to church and this and things. I, I get it. I, I was there. I have been there. I give my money a couple, couple, couple of places. I give at home, which is Marathon. I give my money here because I want a place for you guys to sit. Even if you never give, I want you to have a place for the kids and the children. So that's, that's what I do. I give also to Compassion International. I have three children, which have grown up. Now I got three more. Uh, Compassion International to help people across, uh, across the world. And I've had graduates come through, and now I've got some more graduates. It's just an ra- amazing thing for me. And then I have those people and you people. That's where I get to buy a Dare Queen for. That's where I get to take people. I give away golf balls. I give away golf clubs. I make clubs. I give things away to people. Every, every chance I get, I try to do something for somebody that week. There can't be a week goes by that I did not help somebody. And that's not a spiritual thing or a pastor thing. That's just in my life. But sometimes opportunities come up that I'm not even aware of. And I'll tell you this. Let me see if I can get this. Oh. All right, here we go. All right. Lord have mercy. This is what you got to think about. So you're going to be generous, right? And you're going to help people, love people, because it really (laughs) changes who you are. This is the best life you could have is to be generous to people. With what you have, who you have, whatever it is you got, you can do. You got to do it, you know, the level that you can do it. So I'm playing basketball. I'll I'll do it real quick. Playing basketball. This is way before COVID, by the way. And believe it or not, I still play basketball. But nobody's invited me. Don't know what that means. Not hurt yet. So I'm playing basketball, and this guy comes in the gym. This has got to be four years ago. He comes in the gym. Now, this, is a, this basketball is called the Rock. This is the, what the NBA plays with and the D-League and some other stuff. This is, a very, this is a $70 ball, but it has a kit. It's got spray and everything with it. It's got a little kit. It's a cute little thing that comes with it. So I'm playing basketball in the gym. This guy's there every week. And he has to wait on everybody to get there because he doesn't have a basketball. So he's waiting on me. So it kept happening, kept happening. And this is, this is what happened. So I get into the car. I'm leaving. And this is just how it works because I'm thinking, God says, this is no straight up. I don't do the God thing unless it really happens because people say, God said this. But this is what happened. Get him a basketball. And don't give him the old one. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't give him the old one. Get him a new one. So I got him a new basketball, ordered it, came in, $75, I think it was, shipping, handling, and whatever. And so I get in there, and we're playing the next, you know, the next week, playing basketball, playing basketball, and he, he's shooting with it and everything, brand new. And he brings it over to me, hands it to me because we were leaving. And I said, no, you keep this one. He looked at me. He said, what? I said, oh, that is yours. You keep that one. And then I walked off. Now, what happened there? 
Just what happened? Did this guy just absolutely turn his life around and go to church? Did he absolutely accept Jesus Christ right there? Absolutely not. Is that what you think I was doing? Because that's what you think, isn't it? You think if I'm going to be generous, I got to get something out of it. They got to get something out of it. He wasn't. A, listen, he got a lot out of that. You know what? I bet he prayed for a basketball, and that was the answer to the prayer. Have you ever thought about this stuff? That how faith works and how it works for all of us. We're generous with our attention, generous with our belongings. What do you have? Sometimes you can give away stuff you don't need, right? That's why is that how it works? <laughs> have you ever found out before you give something, what do they really need? That's what you should get. You should think about these things if you're going to be generous. Because Christmas is coming. And we're going to be talking about this. I have to do this with my daughter, the generous with my attention. My daughter, I walk in the house at 930. I have no idea why. She walks in at 930. She says, Alexa, volume one. I'm in the middle of a ball game. You know what Alexa volume one means? It means I'm going to talk. And she wants the full attention. And so that's what we do. At some point, there's a lot of ways to be generous. And paying attention to people is one of those ways. So let's think about this. What is your level of generosity? What are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable giving money away or not? Are you comfortable giving $10 away? Are you comfortable tipping? Uh, what, are you, what, are you, what is your level? Are you comfortable working somewhere, volunteering? What is your level? And then you have to have that level of care. And you will see this in just a moment. You will see what I'm talking about. The requirements for generosity is identify the opportunity and take action. How many times have you missed it? Because you're not thinking like that. Now, I know some of you actually get in line and you can't wait to buy the person behind you. Have you ever did, listen, for all of you who have done that, isn't it cool? My daughter made me do this. You buy the person behind you and you go pull over somewhere and watch it. I know, not, I know that's not spiritual, but I'm just saying it's really cool. They go, you know, like that. But it's really cool to see what blessing others do, that can do. And you have to think like that. So identify the opportunity and take action. Uh, let me, let me, can we say, I don't have to pray about it because I already know it's the right thing to do. I don't have to pray, Lord, do I need to buy that person's dairy queen behind me? You sure you want me to do that? Really? You're going to ask, you're going to pray that? You're really going to pray that? That's what I'm saying. We know what we're supposed to do. So moving the kingdom, again, you're somebody's prayer, answer to prayer. You have to think like that. So Jesus, he's been everywhere. He's got a bunch of crowds following him all over the place. He goes, he's always in a boat moving around, trying to get around to everybody. And now he's very popular, and he's coming back, and there's an issue. There's an issue that's about to happen, and you have to be careful that you don't miss the whole thing because you'll think it's one thing, and this is what happens with generosity. You think you're doing this, and it's actually doing that because you have a God thing that's happening. So Jesus is coming back. Across the, over, the, over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd had gathered, of course, around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders, one of the pastors, came in, uh, named Jairus, came, and he saw Jesus. He fell at his feet. He pleaded with him. He's in his, on his face, by the way. He's like, this is, I'm on my face. I am, this is a real deal. My, my little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that we'll be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. I guess they figured out by now that Jesus could raise the dead. Is that right? So is, 
So does this guy have, have faith? And watch this. You're somebody's faith, right? So this guy has a lot of faith that my girl, little girl's dying, and you're the only one that can save her. Boy, I'd like to have been in that house. That'd have been cool, wouldn't it? Be careful when running to the urgent that you don't miss the opportunity. So you're thinking this story, and this story's about to unfold a little more. You're thinking, okay, I'm going to go, this is cool. I'm going to raise, a, heal this girl, I'll raise her from the dead. I still love to have been there to see that. But something else is happening that you need to be paying attention to. And here's what happened. And there's a woman there who had been the subject of bleeding for 12 years. She's been sick 12 years, suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors, had spent all she had. She, she doesn't have any more money. Okay, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, he came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I touch his clothes, I will be healed. Why would you think that? If you ever, I mean, you know, I don't know why she thought this, but this is a desperate lady who's going to die probably, and she said, what, else, what have I got to lose? So I need you to understand one thing about God. It is faith that moves heaven. It is faith that moves heaven. And you are in that. And here's what happened. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. Jesus asked the question. He's got all these people around him. He said, who touched me? Like, and the disciples were like, what? You got, hey, what? There's a thousand people here. He said, no, no, no. It was the lady who had the faith that made the difference. So which one was it? Is it, is it more faith to raise the dead or more faith to be healed? Which one did Jesus recognize the most? She talked about the girl, the lady that touched him. So you were somebody's faith. That's what you have to understand. Have you ever been touched by faith? Or have you, been, have you prayed and somebody answered your prayer? How does it work? Well, God answered my prayer. How did he answer your prayer? He used people to do it. That's how he answered it. You're the answer to a prayer. You need to be paying attention when it comes to this generous life. He has given you things, talents and things in your life, and you need to be paying attention. Have you ever been somebody else's faith? Have you ever walked to somebody? We're going to do a video in just a second because I am talking too much. So, which I've never been accused of that before. So have you ever been, I mean, have you ever had a prayer and you said, Lord, I really need this, or you really need that, or I need somebody, and then you walked up, or something, or they walked up, and they said, you're the answer to my prayer. You ever had that happen? Because that's who we are. We're the answer to the prayers, because the kingdom of God moves through you. I don't know what your level of care is when it comes to generosity or your level of um, anything, what you would be willing to do when it comes to helping people and being generous. I'm going to show you something that I don't think I could do. I'm being straight with you. I don't think I could do. Veterans Day is on the 11th. It's on Thursday. And I don't know if I could do this, but I'm going to let you decide what you think. Watch this. The story starts with me eating chicken at KFC. And this guy comes just shuffling in with a walker. His beard was growing out, and his hair was down to his shoulders, and it was greasy and matted. 
He's got on this old white t-shirt that is just soiled from stem to stern. I thought, well, you know, I can at least give him something to eat. We went and grabbed him some chicken, and uh, I found out he was living on a couch in a little patch of woods there. So he was back there laying on the couch, and he told me that he was a homeless vet. I could not believe that a human being would be living like he was, especially having served the country. He was sick, he was mentally disabled, smelled to high heaven. You know, it would be inhuman to leave a man living out like that if there was any hope. So I took him into a hotel, but uh, he's got issues with his kidneys and his feet. And so they finally said, look, take him out. We just started taking care of him from then on. Ready? You know, what happens to a man that deteriorates to the position that he's in? From what I've been able to piece together, he was adopted by an elderly couple, so they died early in his life. He joined the military, got married somewhere along in that line. His wife said, come home and take care of the family or she was gonna leave him. He went home to take care of his wife. Well, she left him anyway and took the kid. just wish God would make all of this stop. I mean, it's been a challenge, just a slog to get those benefits. In the middle of this thing, I don't know when it'll end. I don't know if it will end. But when I committed to help him, I basically told God I'd see it through. Mark was in hell till Eddie Green came into his life and changed all that. Mark was very sick. You know, post-traumatic stress syndrome, the first thing they start thinking about is what they did in that war. How many people they done killed. Sometimes I think I've made so many mistakes. When I'm laying in bed, I ask God to make sure I don't wake up. I don't want to see him die. I'm hoping that Mark can get out of the prison that he's in, in his own mind, and come back to life.
For a while, I hated God more than anything on this planet. That kind of that went away because I figured there's all kinds of people on this planet that are kind of like me, and He's helping them. Eddie is someone that I would do anything for if I could. Go to the bathroom and then call me when you get ready to brush your teeth, all right? He's done so much for me. If you consider that you're a gift of God to the other people in the world, there really is something spiritual that takes place when we give our life. It's just like a crystallization of the reality of what God feels for mankind. Just listen to Mark. Listen to him cry out, man. He, he became my brother. This is the way I look at other people. They are human beings. They're brothers and sisters no matter what. Somebody needs to reach out, give them compassion, and don't think loving somebody is weak. It is powerful. Love is the most powerful thing in the world. I've seen that thing like three or four or five times, and I just, uh, I'm not sure about me with that. You know, I, don't, I love helping people. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what my level of generosity or my level of care could be. Would y'all stand with me just for a moment? It, it really is us, you know. It's you. We, we're the ones that take care of people. We're the ones that move the kingdom. We're the ones. That, that we're the answer to the prayer. That, I don't know if that guy on that couch, I, I just can't imagine that at all. I can't imagine what I just saw. But I was wondering if he's like, if there is a God, can you help me? And then that guy shows up. So you're the answer to the prayers. You, you need to be paying attention. So I don't know what you're going to take away from this today. Because most people, you'll forget most of this by Wednesday. But you need to keep something. You need to keep something. So this is what I'm going to do this week. And you're going to do it every week. And you'll see. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for everything. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Thank you for this generous life that we can live that you made possible. I pray, Father, we will take this with us. We will pay attention to the people around us. And we will just see their needs. We'll see wherever we can fit in to this thing called faith. And I pray you'll help us to remember what you did for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure to let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.